0: ...has been convened to fill the ballot vacancy created by the loss of Congresswoman Jackie Walorski, who held the office of U.S. Representative in District 2. As required by state law, the proper 10 days notice of this meeting was sent to advise all eligible precinct committeemen of the purpose of the meeting, time, and place where the meeting was to be held. According to Indiana Code 3-13-5-4, the eligible participants are elected precinct committeemen regardless of when the vacancy occurred. Precinct committeemen are eligible to participate in a caucus if appointed at least 30 days prior to the vacancy. Voting by proxy is not allowed in a caucus to fill a ballot vacancy unless the vice committeeman's precinct committeeman is not eligible participate in the caucus. The vice committeeman's precinct committeeman is not present at the caucus. The vice committeeman of an elected precinct committeeman is eligible to participate in a caucus as proxy if the vice committeeman was the vice committeeman five days before the date of caucus. For this caucus, the following vice precinct committeemen have been named as a proxy for their precinct committeeman. And I'm going to do this only one time uh, to start this, but there are a lot of names in this script and I'm going to do my very best to pronounce them, but I apologize to anyone Scott Clay, Monica Clinton, Emily Fisher, Becky Hart, Nick Lingowski, Beth Lemming, Rachel Miner, Sherry Rayburn, Lori Reiner, and Judy Teal. Each eligible committeeman has signed a statement certifying that they meet these eligibility requirements. As a result, I certify that this caucus has been properly called in accordance with state law, and party's rules, and is fully authorized to conduct its business. Any candidate who desired and nomination for the ballot vacancy was required to file a declaration of candidacy with me as the caucus chairman and with the Indiana Election Division at least 72 hours before the time fixed for the caucus. The following individuals have filed these declarations in proper form before such deadline. Dallas Bartman, Terry Harper III, Curtis Hill Jr., Michael Hogberg, Scott Huffman, Tiernan Kane, Daniel Kors, Joe Lane... Kurt Nisley, Christy Stutzman, Scott Wise, and Rudy Yachtman. The rules of the this caucus have prior been denied. receive 50% plus one of the votes cast in that round of voting. So it is not like an election. It is like we run our conventions, 50% plus one. If no candidate receives 50% plus one on a round of voting, then the low vote and all ties equal to that low vote will be removed from the ballot and we will re-ballot with the remaining names on uh, that are in nomination. So this could be a Senator, please be prepared for a relatively long day depending on how voting goes. And I would encourage you to stay until the end. At this point in time, we will move to candidate speeches. Um, Dan is up front for the fairness of the proceedings. We will stick to the two minute time for someone to introduce a candidate, followed by three minutes for the candidate to address the precinct committee. Again, we will enforce that um, for the day. Um, additionally, candidates uh, could choose not to have someone introduce them, and in that case, they still just get their three minutes to speak is by the candidate himself, Dallas Barton.
1: I believe we can do immigration much better. I personally know of a person who lives in Goshen. I'll call him Mr. Central America. He immigrated here on an asylum claim from communist Sandinista Nicaragua, which Nicaragua, by the way, now invited the Russians in for joint training. Mr. Central America was left for dead by the cartels with approximately 40 other migrants when someone contracted COVID in the group. Mr. Central. of cardboard for 10 days inside of a halfway house. He was then rescued by Mexican authorities and deported to Guatemala. See, we can do much better and we can be the party of choice for the changing demographics. Migrants like Mr. Central America pay the cartels between three to $12,000 to come to the U.S. USA, mostly from help from the families of the United States. Take that times the millions of illegal crossings each year that is bill that could go to our federal government if we just do it the right way. We can still be a beacon of hope to the world by building three beautiful, state-of-the-art immigration facilities in Mexico, also one on the East Coast, one on the West Coast, and one in Canada as well. Then we can track jobs as needed per county, just like we track COVID cases, and work visas and valid asylum cases rapidly through use of technology and Mexican authorities while keeping the border secure and using the revenue made to pay down debt. Freedom reset. You know, my dad, he was a truck driver in the 80s, and he made approximately $40,000 A dual income to get by. Klaus Schwab talks of a great reset due to the debts of the government of the world. And the only one thing I agree with Klaus Schwab on is that we need a reset. We need a freedom reset. See, in 1971, Nixon took us. Thank you.
2: Second District, I am honored and I'm humbled to have the opportunity to speak to you today to decide why I'm running for Second District U.S. Representative. Let me start with a true story. I told my wife when I retired from the Marine Corps back in 2018 that I would love to run for Congress and serve in that capacity. Jackie was a great representative and I wanted to just support her because I believe she was an effective leader for the district but now we are forced to move forward elect a new representative that will not only carry her legacy and finish her work but be as devoted and tenacious as she was for our second district some big shoes to fill right now we have the plan right here this is what's inspired me the most right here Here's is the indiana 2022 republican platform to all the members of the platform committee that wrote this document my hat's off to you well done well done now let me carry this republican platform party to dc when you vote for me today i stand before you with 13 other candidates and everyone has strengths and everyone i sure do hope believe in this platform party Instead of regurgitating core beliefs, our party's initiatives, or talk about the Biden or Pelosi disastrous agenda for our policies, I want to express today why you should vote for Terry Harper today, who is qualified outsider over these 13 candidates and implemented Hoosier Republican platform. Because I have a time second district needs because i have the focus to listen to all the district needs because i have the energy and i have the passion to serve the district needs because i have the desire to ensure all the republican representatives support our district needs because i have the fortitude to shape and influence other political party representatives to support our district needs because I have the leadership skills to ensure we stay on task and we have a unified front for our district needs because I was a warfighter for the state and for the nation and I'm ready to stand firm and ensure our second district needs are heard loud and clear to all the delegates let me get after it for us I'm ready to roll my sleeves up and get involved to work for the district needs, and I want to work for the district needs. Now, I need you today to put me to work to serve you. Let me get to know you and help build communities and policies based on a Republican platform to help keep our society great, with values and morals to help us help. God bless America. God bless Indiana. God bless our second district. Vote Terry Harper. Let me get to know you today. Thank you.
0: recognize Ashley Leader to introduce candidate Curtis Hill.
3: Second District, but I can say I have a pretty good feel for it, and talking with many of you this, this week as I'm launching a campaign, I feel that many of you are people of faith. We've heard much about that today, from the most recent comments to the invocation. Let me speak at that level with you today. If you are a person of faith, our greatest issue is not political here. Our greatest issue in our country is the judgment of God. I don't want you to feel like you're in church today. It's very, very real. The judgment of God on our country is evident. He says there's three steps of progression in that. The people we turned over to the lust of their hearts. about the degraded passions. And the last step is deranged mind. Can anybody think of a puppet White House as anything different than that? The sadness of that. That's where we're heading was the capital of Assyria, one of the greatest ancient empires. It was a wicked nation, sacrificing their children, much like we today, by murdering our infants. Jonah, you may have heard the name, he went to that city. He proclaimed a message, 40 days and the city will be overthrown. And what did that wicked people do? They repented, they turned, they turned back What does this look like what does this look like personal it's an individual thing we can't fix the country as a well. whole it's our people we need to change the heart and what is the message that they need it's the gospel of Jesus Christ I know this is probably the most hated message in our culture some of you may hate it here today and I appeal to you the only thing that will free you from the wrath of God perfect life, the substitutionary death, and his resurrection. The person of Jesus Christ. If you believe in him, you too can be freed from his wrath and his judgment. This isn't just a personal message today. For every one of you who has prayed this or been in a church where you've heard this prayed, that God would raise someone to go to Congress. Yes, I would be an avid Republican on all the platform these honorable people share. But my first mission would be to bastard Jesus Christ to a lost and dying Jackie had this testimony. I loved to hear it. So many others here have this too. I've talked with many of them about this and challenged them in the same thing. Don't remain silent. Our country cannot survive another two years, four years, 10 years. Our children will never see it if God brings judgment on our land. Today, delegates, you have a choice. Vote on a political level or transcend that. A vote for me would be to send an ambassador of Jesus Christ to the very floor of Congress change America. That's what I've been called to do. If the Spirit's working, show it evident today. That's your vote. Do you want to hear well done at the kingdom or just be praised by men?
4: started and that's why i want to introduce scott who beat the stork back in 1965
0: Some people are asking me to hold the mic a little bit closer, that there's some trouble hearing out there. and I tried to adjust the speakers best I could.
5: don't go as far as it did a month ago. These people are going to lose their jobs. because our schools are underprotected. We have to do something about that. We spend $50 billion in a war overseas that we could have spent that money here to protect our children, our next generation, our greatest asset. I want armed security in every one of our schools in this country because I do not want to see another Uvalde in the 2nd District, in the state of Indiana, or in the Americas. chance to speak and please support me in this endeavor.
6: and did his Ph.D. at Notre Dame on protecting religion and conscience against gender radicals. He's worked for the former director of national drug policy before before earning a law degree at Harvard. He used this degree to serve a Join me.
7: must live in principle to stand against the woke ideology breaking our country apart, flooding our towns, our schools, and our homes with falsehoods. We are not gathered here today to honor party service. judgment that the candidate selected is the very best we have to do the people's work. I am to be the instrument of the people under God, nothing more, and I am crafted to do their work. I am free of scandal and needless feuds that will jam the gears of service. I answer the call repeated again and again for a true political outsider, Manufacturer, a real political outsider. And I answer their call to prosecute a case in congressional hearings, just like Trey County has done, just like Tom Cotton is doing from day one. I stand here behind, with behind me a group of local parents and local families who have driven the grassroots campaign of this past week, and I count them honored members of a national movement of conservatives who will support me as allies in the fight in Washington. And today I ask you, each of you, to join us. We are going to Washington to fight. For the child who's not yet been pumped with puberty blockers, and for the child who has. For the woman and her unborn child investigation, for the families that have not yet been driven into poverty by endless shutdowns, for the communities that have not been plagued by opioid addiction and illegal immigration, and for the ones that have. We're going to Washington to answer that ultimate question. What have you done for the least of these, my children? We're going to answer we fought. Join us
8: So he was afraid, not afraid, but he was concerned about coming to White Lodging and asking for that dreaded term, change order. Every building owner would rather spend the winter in the Russian front than hear the word change order from us up. But Joe, he did what he needed to do, and he came to us, and, and, and we finally did work things out. Uh, but at that time, I was leading a group, and we were going to spend that person. Joe knows how to negotiate and make every deal a little better. Joe was the only conservative in St. Joseph County to stand up and support the police department. He had over 600 people in his his hall after the George Floyd aftermath to support the men in blue. And he is a patriot.
9: country built.
0: It's
10: to be born and draw their first breath. She was always looking out for the people of her district. Jackie's passing leaves a big hole in our hearts and in our community. Even though she's no longer with us physically, At the side Sent me there as I was walking through the state house, climbed the stairs, huffing and puffing. I thought, I'm going to think about the people that sent me every time, and I did that every day in the state house for those eight years. Thank you for consideration. I'm asking you for your vote today.
11: settled over hundred and fifty years ago. Now as you can tell with a group of eleven men, Christy isn't afraid of a challenge. I would like to answer the question around why Christy made the difficult decision to leave her position at the Statehouse a couple years ago. We had just purchased Amish Acres in February of 2020. Christy finished session in Indy and came home just as we were faced with the lockdowns of COVID-19. We all faced unprecedented challenges while misguided politicians started shutdowns, mask mandates, and, of course, endless executive orders from Governor Holcomb. We all faced challenges that we had never faced before. Our business partners, who were going to manage the Round Barn Theater, left us in June, and Christie had to take over. Didn't know if the barns would survive because help was hard to find. Licenses were suspended and tourism was non-existent. She hated to leave her seat, but she supported a solid conservative as her replacement. Now, two years later, we have a great team in place and she is loaded for bear, ready to fight the D.C. swamp. Some people call her a quitter. Let me be clear, she is no quitter. She's a principled fighter who chose people over politics. She will not embarrass you in D.C., and she will never go swampy. She is ready to fight Nancy Pelosi and the squad on day one. Please vote for my wife, Christy Stutsman.
12: writer, pro-life advocate, and at the State House. When Marlon and I first met with Jackie and Dean in our home in 2004 about her first run for state representative, we were glad to know that their faith was first to them as well. It was peace of mind to know that she was our representative in Congress, and there is no doubt that she loved everyone in this district. This past week, I've enjoyed meeting and talking with many of you as we have moved through this very difficult process, and today we must carefully Successful.
13: husband that has a wife who is a veteran, so he will support the veterans, and it is my pleasure and honor to introduce to you my son, Scott Wise.
14: And the people are pissed. Millions are seething. And the world laughs or cries.
15: Uh, I will always be grateful. Thank you. That brings me to why we're here today. That's to replace Jackie's name on the ballot. And I've I've given it a lot of thought. The easy path would be to not get involved, but you all know uh, Jackie would not have wanted it that way. And I know that Jackie cannot be fully replaced by anyone. You know, Jackie, to be heard. She wanted to fight for what she believed in, and that's why, what so, why so many of you have supported her. After deep reflection, I believe I have a, a can, the candidate who is capable of continuing Jackie's legacy. That candidate is Rudy Yatko. He's pro-Trump, pro-life, and a Christian family man. I want to be clear with you. I don't take this endorsement lightly. I don't Rudy and I had a brutally honest conversation about what it would mean to continue the work that Jackie did in T.C. That's not backing down from a fight. That's never losing sight of your principles and beliefs. And it's always putting the people of the second district first. The choice that you're all being asked to make today is not an easy one. I just ask that you make your decision consider voting for Rudy, I truly believe he is the best person to represent our conservation values in D.C., protect our Hoosier way, and carry on the life and legacy of Jackie. Rudy Young.
16: continue to lift you up in prayer jackie was a friend to all of us and she was a friend to me and what she taught us is true now more than ever
10: our faith
16: matters and it drives our decision making i traveled the entire district this week and one of the things jackie taught us is that the entire district matters everyone matters and as we travel we've heard from you Faith. At the end of that call, Bob asked if he could pray for me. And Bob, I got to tell you, it's one of the most special moments of this week. Went to Fulton County, met with the Fulton County Commissioners, spoke with Tom Butler, the Rochester Fire Chief. I heard how mandates are driving the, the decision to try to reduce the ambulance count from three to two in Fulton County. And right there on the spot, we talked about how I would partner with them. As your next representative to, to push back and create a plan and help fight that. I spoke with Amy Drake from St. Joe County about how wrong it was to mandate masks and shut down our economy. Let me be clear, it is never are going up commodity prices are going up groceries are going up and it's becoming too much for many families to bear we know what caused it and it's one thing it's not the america first agenda it's the america last agenda and i will go to washington dc and i will get our national budget under control like many of you i'm 100 pro-life And like Jackie, I will never back down from supporting the nation of Israel. And that's why I'm proud to have the endorsement of AIPAC. As your next congressman, I will make sure that we fund our military and our veterans, not our enemies like the Taliban. In 2020, I stood with President Trump. I was one of his top fundraisers in Indiana. And Jackie taught us that character and integrity matter. And that's why she served on the House Ethics Committee. And Dean. to make you proud I'm Rudy Yacom and like you I love America now let's go destroy the Biden Pelosi agenda and take back our country thank you and ask
0: Michelle Hochberg, Melissa Huffman, Jonathan Bulas, Laura Lane, Mary Nisley, Kyle Goh, and Brian Spalding. If you are a watcher, please move to the balloting area now. 2022 election to serve from January 23 through 2024. You are an eligible voter in that first caucus if you have a blue or a green name card. Please check your badges. Green and blue will vote in this first caucus. We will run it to conclusion before we talk about the second caucus. So if you are a yellow badge holder, please remain in your seats. Folks will reduce will the sleeve so that it can be marked off when you go in there and also have your photo ID ready to show so that they can check that, mark off your card as quickly as possible and give you your ballot. You will then proceed to an area to vote. Once you have voted, there are boxes on this far wall to, to uh, insert your ballot into. 373 precinct committee persons uh, in the blue and green category eligible to vote in caucus one, meaning that if all vote, it would take 187 votes to have a winner on the first ballot. With that, uh, if we are ready to open voting, uh, folks will start releasing you and please proceed to voting. The ballots are now